Welcome back to the Film Alchemist Podcast, the show where we take the movies we love, break them apart, to find out what gives them their magic. I'm your host, Josh Griffey, joined as always by my friend, co-host in the Butcher of Bakersfield. Oh yeah, Alex Tandino. We all know he did it. We don't need to like, you know, see evidence or have trials. We just know he did it. Have you been to Bakersfield? They all did it to themselves. <laughs> before before today's just thrilling sweaty episode a little business everyone we're on patreon that's right patreon.com slash film alchemist pod the absolute best way to help support the show here if you would be so kind if you have a couple dollars uh that you don't mind throwing at the cause we got stuff for you to make it worth your time we have a huge patreon exclusive library of episodes we got many series our tales from the crypt mini series right now we're also working on some new ones this year uh commentaries we got we got everything we got anything you want over there that's what it is you come with us and you'll be that's how we do it over there it's like willy wonka except you don't trap you in moral fucking death traps yeah that's the difference it's just content you're not gonna get murdered (laughs) unless you pay high enough and that's what you're into then it turns into one of those weird Eastern European kind of Patreons. Then it turns into the running man, so it's all good. Yeah. And it's just like hostile. No. <laughs> we have every man has a price as the million dollar man. <laughs> That's neither here nor there, guys. Uh, we appreciate the support. If you can and you want to join our amazing community that we're forming over there, mm-hmm. patreon.com slash pod. We appreciate you in advance. We love you very much. The YouTube is Film Alchemist. Subscribe over there. The email, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Make sure you're leaving five-star ratings and reviews. Uh, wherever you find the pod, that does help us, believe it or not. We're on social media everywhere. Find us the socials, as kids say, the socials. Yep. I don't know if that's what kids say. I would not know what kids say that well. Uh, But yeah, we're on socials. Go find us over there. We're easy to get a hold of. Uh, If you want to check out some stuff that Alex and I have been working on, working on some bigger projects heading that way, go to misfitparade.net. You can see the short films we've been rolling out. We have an ambitious slate for 2024, so we'd love your support. Misfitparade.net. You can find all the socials, the YouTube, uh, all that stuff over there. We would appreciate it. The year is 2017. The economy collapsed. An iron-fisted government rules the land. Their number one cudgel against the masses. And they got this one 100% right. Yeah. Television. Nailed it. Right? Television is ruled by the state, the most popular show, The Running Man. It is legitimately terrifying how close this is to real life. Like, we've got Squid well, Game the Challenge out now, and I'm like, we're, yeah, we're not that far. We we kind of have missed it by, like, Running Man wasn't exactly on it, but they were pretty close, right? Which I mean, is, the the fact that there's now, like, Squid Game board games, there's Squid yeah. Game toys that my kids want. It's like, we really did not understand that show. Or at least, no, maybe we over-understood it. Maybe we looked into the abyss and we're like, you're right, these, these well, are the monsters like, That's what are. I'm talking about. That's what I'm saying. Like, that, I have a bunch of friends, because... When they started promoting um, the the reality show they now have about it, I'm like, that makes no sense at all. Like, why would you make a reality show version of a game that is the reality of the world? And then I have a bunch of friends who are like, you got to watch it. It's so interesting. I'm like, what's interesting about it? Do the people actually get killed? Because, like, that would be, like, terrifying. Yeah, I was going to say, is it more interesting than the really good scripted series where there's all kinds of murder and I was going to say, isn't that already good? What the Running Man did nail... 
is there is a scene when we introduce uh, fucking Ben Richards as the butcher of Bakersfield. And I, I thought it was hilarious watching a bunch of people who were older. They were like the greatest generation. Now these people are boomers for us. Yeah, yeah. But watching them just watch a completely hackney edited video of a crime and they just go, well, exactly. This guy deserves to get killed on TV by men in various chainsaw wielding we costumes. We have nailed it. Yeah, they just watched it and they're like, well, it's on television. It can't be wrong. And I was like, wow, that is horrifyingly real. Yeah, boomers got caught so unprepared for the Internet. Yeah. And it was one of those things you used to hear, like when social media was first coming out, where you'd like your parents would send you an article. Mm -hmm. You'd be like, this is fucking insane. And they're like, it's in a blog. They thought blogs were like newspaper. Like they thought there was like journalistic integrity. So this the running man nailed two things. Right. One is that. We as a mass are so willing to accept bullshit. Right. If it's within the stream of what we want to believe. And two, we are a fucking people of carnage, man. Oh, yeah. Because one of the things you have to ask yourself watching this is you're like, would we actually like the running man? Would we actually watch the running man? And I honestly, I think we are at a point in society. I think people would be in for the running man now. Uh, I think we're like, like imagine a couple years ago when the Casey Anthony trial was happening well, and it's like, now on. we're going to put Casey Anthony in the running man. Very... I bet we as a people would have been totally pumped for that. Yeah. I mean, I don't know about a couple years ago. I, I, I think we're still Dude, imagine like, if they put OJ think, in the running man. I think we're still like five years off from being fully committed to the running man. Concept. Really? You think we got, dude, I think. During the OJ trial, I was like, oh, I think no, we would no have way. been down. OJ trial, not a chance. Mm -hmm. You don't think people would have been fine? No, no way. I think you see with this true crime wave, I think we are monsters for grisly details. Oh, no. I know. Uh, I am. Like, the concept, like, there's a line that we have to all cross as a society that I think we're dangerously close to. Um, oh, yeah. I think we'd be totally fine. I don't think we've crossed it yet. I think the difference is like we've st like this things is this happening in phases. Like OJ is a great example of the first phase of us all committing to the bit through that like courtroom TV is all of a sudden entertainment because the circus that the OJ trial was like I remember it when I was a kid. Like I didn't understand. Well, what was okay, going so on, I, remember I remember it too because we were young, young, mm -hmm. but it was so omnipresent. That one had like an extra like racial element. All right. Well, it's also so this movie. This movie keeps it plainly a hundred percent white, except yeah. for sidekicks. It was also post Rodney <laughs> King. Like it was very different. Like that's very different. Um, right. Casey Anthony is more what I'm talking like. That's right. Yeah. In Casey the Anthony because of court TV and the advent of like the persona yeah. that is uh, whatever that fucking lady's name is. Nancy something. Um, Nancy Grace. Nancy Grace. Thank you. Oh, dude. She's our Neo Richard Dawson. <laughs> it's just Nancy I mean, yeah, I, like, I don't think I was thinking accurate. if we're going to what you do is you make it Larry the Cable Guy. So Larry the Cable Guy's like, would you be a runner? Right? And that's what the the show's called now. It's not the running man. It's would you be a runner? Okay. Right? Or maybe we call it like run for freedom, something like that. You'd have to have like patriotic shit I don't everywhere. Think, but here's You have Larry the cable guy out there as your judge and jury, right? Oh, uh, not Larry the cable guy. You hire OAN's finest to fucking whip together these She had four dicks in the last five years. Dude, when they brought her into the game and they're like, She slept with two to three men last. She slept with a bunch of dudes. You're like, whoa. Uh, 
<laughs> she cheated in college. She's a whore. Hilarious. But you bring in OAN's finest, right? Larry the Cable Guy's there front and center. Right, right. OAN's finest puts together hit dossiers on all of us. And then I also, the other thing this movie got is I love the idea of, like, stalkers getting so portly that they had to fucking get, like, Mario Karts. Cool little Mario like, Karts, yeah. this rules. You cut to the audience and we'd be much more Wally now. Like, we'd have, like, soda tubes from the ceiling. Like, they're playing oxygen mask, but it'd just be, like, bags the- of soda. <laughs> Dude, we're right there. That's we're not that far. That's what I'm saying. We're like, here's the thing. Because, like, to me, Squid Game, the challenge is, to me, like, the test market for this whole idea, which is, are we willing to, right right now, so I've never watched it, but I have, I guess I asked friends, I was like, I don't understand the idea of Squid Game, because the idea of Squid Game, the excellent television program, is the horror of it all. Like, these inane games that you wind up getting fucking whacked playing. Yeah, children's game that lead to murder. Right. I was like, what happens when they lose the game? Like, do people actually come out and kill these live human beings for our entertainment? Like, no, no, no. They wear squibs. I'm like, nope, sorry. That is just like cool. absolute pop. So game. right there. But. Right there. But. You're ready. That's you're what, fucking ready. Well, this is what I'm saying. That's what I was getting at. It's like, now, we're right there. That's the edge. That's like the razor's edge right there of programming in like the deep annals of Netflix where they're like just belching this nonsense out they're like the algorithm is speaking to you and saying so they have this show now called super villains i think right yes and it's all of the worst pieces of shit from reality tv like when new york or johnny bananas right or puck or amorosa got eliminated we as a society would not care if they got got like, if you put them in a Dr. Evil-style torture yeah, chamber and Johnny Bananas is like, yeah, I fucked everyone. Ah! And he slid down and, like, fucking mutated sea bass with lasers yeah. killed him. We'd be ready for Absolutely. that as a society. We are. I think that with the advent of the Squid Game show, we're proud. That's why I say five years, because I don't think we're quite there yet, because I think we're all we're all desensitized enough where we would still be like, oh, my God, they're like, we're like watching people executed on television. But... I think we've seen enough carnage in the real world to this point where I think we're like still far enough away where we don't want to be the purveyors of that, but we're very close Mm -hmm. to being willing to be willing participants to it. I, we, we would like it because it's curated violence. Cause we're picking who the running man are. We would be, you're telling me the people that are like way too into cops I'm not this saying like their I'm dream. not saying that it's not possible. I'm saying we're still like there's a memory. I'm saying you put a fucking a murder on TV right now. Crossed. If you did this tomorrow and it was Trump versus Biden, okay. the winner, the winner fucking gets the presidency. It would be the most watched television show in the history of mankind. Well, yeah, because we've been we could yeah because we'd be eschewing democracy democracy to watch these, right. Two olds do that would out. have to be called like the Walker Man because it's like two fucking olds that can't run yeah, anymore. Exactly, for sure. Like Trump, Trump is built like Dynamo and Biden's built like the Crypt Keeper. Yeah. So I don't know what the fucking game would be like. I guess the game would just like so Biden's Biden's uh, fucking maze would just be like ramps from airplanes. I think <laughs> Trump's would see, just I be like for, one. I think stare. Trump. I think a Trump versus <laughs> I think a Trump versus Biden competition would be more like uh, run a mile. Let's see what happens. And that would be that. No, they'd both die. Well, they'd both die. <laughs> well, that's what I mean. It has to be slowly walking past the worst obstacles. 
it is. <laughs> but yeah. And the stalkers are just like normal voters who want to ask them a question. Yeah. The stalkers are just, like, no, God. The stalkers no. are just people who are like asking them questions they have to tell the truth to. And they're like, oh. <laughs> they're like, no, I'll take on the chainsaw guy. I'm good. <laughs> is Dynamo available? Yeah. Do you have any uh, morbidly obese opera singers? I would rather not answer questions from constituents. <laughs> uh, man, that is politics in 2024. <laughs> that the I'm saying, dude, watching if you the took running away man... elections and just said we had the running man now. Right. And so essentially we just become a nation run by CrossFitters. So, so here's the thing. I... I don't know how, I don't know, well, do you remember the first time you saw this movie? I remember the first time I saw this. I was like. Oh, I was super young. I was my dad, so my dad had one of those things. He'd get us every other weekend, mm -hmm. and he always would go to the bar a lot, right? So he'd get movies for us to watch while he was at the bar getting shit face. Right. And then he would get movies he wanted to watch when he was hungover during the day. Right. So we exclusively would just get like horror movies and action movies. So every 80s action movie I watched with my dad when he was like half- asleep and hung over on the couch so like this was like we saw this young young like i was probably like less than six years old when i saw this right yeah i i was probably around six or seven as well and it was one of those things that my dad my dad was like watching it one afternoon it was like saturday afternoon or something that my dad was just watching tv and i was like what's this he's like yeah sit down it's arnold schwarzenegger i'm like cool and it's just like a bunch of guys around i was like this is interesting now I, to this day, had never seen the beginning of this movie. Like, probably the first 20 minutes I had never seen. To hell with you. I always knew the con <laughs> I always knew the context of why Ben Richards, which is the most, which is, again, they've never given Arnold Schwarzenegger a non-white guy name that, like, I'm like, clearly it was not written for, like, like an Austrian I mean, Austrian he is, man. like, the whitest of the whites. But he, like, he's, like, yeah, he's an white. Austrian guy who is always getting called, like, Ben Richards or Howard Johnson or something like that. Like, you know, yeah. but so <laughs> it was hotel, hotel chain, names. hotel chain <laughs> names, which is, you know, Conrad Hilton. Oh, that guy, huh? Um, <laughs> I don't know if you've ever heard Bill Hader tell that, tell that story about, uh, he was a PA on collateral damages on collateral damage. And Arnold Schwarzenegger came out of his trailer. He's like, well, Peter, well, Peter and David. And it's like his, um, his like hair and makeup team. Like, well, then he goes, uh, I don't know. I could go find him. He goes, find them. Show me your leadership capabilities. And like, <laughs> Bill Hader's like, I just walked around. I walked around the corner. I'm like, they're right there. He says, perfect. I'm like, it was just like one of those weird things. But every time, like, especially these early movies when he's like to like lead, <laughs> all the line reads are like show me your leadership capabilities you're like good lord well, what's great is i love arnold in this one because he's just like i don't want to lead my brother's going to take me to the wastelands we're just gonna go out and crush puss in the wasteland <laughs> and i was like where did you find the fucking muscle beach sweatshirt arnold where he's like yeah, where I did have you get, this, where'd you yeah. get that sweet world gym shirt <laughs> yeah so you're working at like literally an abandoned iron work you guys fucking run a, run some game to fucking get out. Heads are exploding. I was like, this scene's righteous. Yeah. The next scene is like, they also do the thing I love in Arnold movies at this time where Arnold always gets work detail in these. That's like this. Always. Total recall. It's like, so Iron Commando, Arnold always is doing manual labor where he essentially holds something up above his shoulder. So you can, so you can just get that full up, yeah. on. Yeah. 
because it's the it's the scene where it's like we know what you all paid for and just across theaters in america you just hear like fucking thousands of chubs and just little water balloon sounds on every chair because men and women both yeah like when richard dawson's like i could get an extra point just for his biceps so true i thought it was hilarious i think it's hilarious too because these movies like probably up to like t2 this is what we all know arnold schwarzenegger from and then moving forward he spent so much of the rest of his career trying to just be like normal guy behind a desk i'm like dude no one is buying this at all yeah because he did this was like his like big sci-fi fantasy because this was conan this was uh you know running man shit like that mm-hmm. And then in the 90s is when he just fucking took over the world, right? Because yeah. his big ones in the 90s where he had Terminator and Total Recall, I think, Total is Recall. the best Arnold movie ever. That like, I think that's true. just the best. Well, that's not true. I think it's Terminator true. 2 is probably. Terminator 2 is pretty great. But I think, like. Because I think it goes Terminator 2 is just the best movie, then Total Recall, then Predator. Yeah. Are probably the Arnold hierarchy. Yeah. It's. But Predator's in the 80s, too, so he's doing a lot of these, like, big action guy roles. Yeah, yeah. And then in the 90s is where they're like, oh, this guy's, like, legit A-list box office. Let's put him in, like, mega movies. And so you do lose a little of the charm of Arnold. Well, he just started doing, like, movies, like, I had to put it this way, but it was more, like, Junior and things where you're getting, like... Well, that, okay, so that was after he took over, right? Because at first he was doing the... Once you're in, you know, Terminator and Total Recall, they started doing, like, True Lies, Eraser. Like, now he's in, like, huge fucking set piece movies. He's doing, like, yeah, big set piece movies. Like, Eraser. Because, like, Eraser is the prime example of, like, would have been incredible 80s Arnold. Yeah. But where we got it in Arnold, it was, like, it was too polished. There was that period of, like, it was, like, Eraser, Collateral Damage, End of Days. Sixth Day. Sixth Day. Oh, End of Days. See, that might be in my secret, like, favorite Arnold list. End of Days is dope. But it also comes at that time where, like, he's trying to get back that, like, muscle man of Hollywood thing. Because he does, like, a four-year pocket of basically like rom-coms and shit where he's trying to prove he's Junior, a good actor. jingle all the way like, it's fine man live your life yeah. i don't give a shit you're the richest guy in hollywood who cares and then he became the governor and that was his business but yeah this movie is like first off i have to say i fucking because again i'd never seen the beginning of this movie <laughs> when they're describing the population of bakersfield it was like there's no way there's that many people in bakersfield california not a fucking <laughs> chance well this is the post this is 2017 dude wild things have happened in bakersfield i agree it's 2023 just, now i'm telling you that. to hell with you i won't do it and they start whipping his ass and this movie is like where one of the first like great like arnold like like one of those movies. Like, Total Recall is where Arnold's like, yeah. the Arnold sound and meme peaked is Total Recall for sure. But this was one of the first really great ones. But he's fighting and whipping ass on the helicopter. And there's that great moment where they're, it's kind of this great, like, setup to the story. And this is the thing. This is a Stephen King story, right? Yeah. But this is a great where they say, detain him, don't drop him. Yeah. So even though this guy's not going with the flow, the state still realizes... They know. There is value in having meat shields between their crimes and the people. Right. Right? Because it is one of those. It's so funny when you think later when they're like, the government has this massive, like, editing facade. Oh, no. It's, where deep, it's, editing it's the, deep fake. That's all. Well, no. I mean, the video yeah. we see at Ben Richards, they don't even deep fake. They literally just do a couple splices. Yeah, just, just like, that's it. it. That's all. And so that, you're you're sitting there, and they're like, there's still value because they the government killed these people. 
And everyone knows the government killed these people. Right. They want to keep Ben Richards alive because they know that he then becomes a great boogeyman rather than just knowing that the state is suppressing uprisings. As we see later, that's the whole impetus of the running man is to keep people glued to their TVs so they won't be out on picket lines, as they say. Right. Right. Better in front of their TV than the state. So I actually thought as like this is actually like a pretty fucking amazing and scary place to start a story. Oh yeah, because it kind of you can see the king elements kind of rising to the surface, mm-hmm. and then it it gets totally consumed by the game of an Arnold movie. Yeah, but you see this like really wonderful kind of premise taking yeah. shape, right? I, I think what's I, I love they also have that great line there whooping Arnold. It's like you're gonna fight for this, and I'll see you in hell. The, the line reads in this movie are just line stunning. Line reads in this movie are impeccable. I, I fucking love it, dude. I think it's fascinating, too, because I was trying to think of, like, what an analog for 2023 would be for, like, casting Richard Dawson. Because, like, Richard Dawson being cast as, like, right the dude. Right, Seacrest. That's a, I, yeah, that was the first person I thought of. Or Carson Daly? No. But they're like, Ryan they Seacrest. kind of only exist for old people like us, though. Like Ryan Seacrest. Like, I don't think young people. I think Ryan Seacrest is the analog. It's Jake Paul. Jake Paul. No. Or no, Logan no, no, no. Paul is the champion of the running man. I think Ryan He's Seacrest. He's the host. I think Ryan Seacrest is the right. Beat. All right. Let me make a case. Because Ryan Seacrest, we know who he is. I can't tell you where any Ryan Seacrest show exists. We're doing this on New Year's Eve, so that's where, like, you know you'll see him. Right. I can't tell you anything else he does that exists in my world, right? He's just a guy who was huge when I was younger, and so he's in my brain. Logan Paul has huge fucking social media YouTube presence. He's the WWE United States fucking champion. Right, but he's, he's not. He's a belt holder. You're he, thinking he's of someone who is fake like, boxer. You're thinking, uh, but Prime sponsored by you're Prime. You're thinking of it in the. I think you're thinking of it in the wrong context though, because Richard oh, no. Dawson was a game show host for an entire generation of people. So right, we don't have game show hosts. The conceit anymore. though is that it is matter. a wholesome person who you see is someone who we all knew like i'm not saying richard dawson was a wholesome person by the way he kissed women yeah. on the mouth on the show it's weird um i think his kind of lecherous like subtext was kind of part of his charm oh, i think so too absolutely but that's what i'm saying is like i'm not sure logan you said logan paul right yeah not the not the, not the jake paul one. not the over boxer one but the other one. i'm telling you every person who's young worships that guy so right. and that's the thing the but, running man now would take the form I think of, it ha- oh, you know it'd be him or joe rogan those are the guys those I, are the running I would, man guys. i would agree with rogan i think joe rogan if rogan went offshoot and he's like hey now in my ranch in austin i've set up a fucking stalker zones and i'm just providing people bow and arrow like and alpha brain Seacrest. joe rogan or ryan I, I think seacrest was my first because he's more of that traditional old media figure there's no way he's popular enough now. Well, like no one cares. We all about know Ryan who Seacrest. he is. Like I think that's the difference. Too. No, like, we do, but no one younger than us is going to know who Ryan. But Seacrest the people is. who were, but in the movie, in the context of the Running Man, the movie, the people who were younger weren't the ones who were like they were not the ones who were like getting up and like saying who their favorite people were. But what you need is the people who are going to really run anything in media. You're trying to get those twenty somethings. Yes. Right. So the young people are the ones that you want to keep out of the streets from rioting. The young people are always the one who are changing the world. We're entering that middle age where it's like our days of fighting for causes are done. Like we might do little things like vote. We might send in, you know, five dollars when the Red Cross hits us up via text. We're not out in the streets changing things. 
So the people you're trying to placate, that's who you have to build this show for now. And I think you got to have one of those Joe Rogans. You got to have a fucking Logan Paul. Like one of these guys have such a huge fucking audience that they have real total like mind control power over. Right. You, it has to, because that's the thing. Even if they don't have credibility to everyone, know, to their audience, metric, they're infallible. By that metric, I'd say the person who would have to host the show is like Taylor Swift. Oh my God. <laughs> if Taylor Swift did this, you would have like a hundred percent approval rating. I agree. Cause I think the last people like us that are like, I don't want to like, and I was saying, I'm not even anti Taylor Swift. She does not exist to, in my world. No, yeah, I don't same. listen yeah, I, I to think her music. Fine, I, I couldn't name four songs. Yeah. Like I have like old man friends that are like, you should really go listen to Taylor Swift. It's like world-class writing. And I'm like, or I could just read like actual good writing, you know, like I can just, like a like a you grown know, adult man, I can like, just read good here's writing. The thing. Her the person who writes most of her songs is this guy Jack Antonoff, who writes a lot of. Well, she doesn't even write her own fucking songs. I believe he's he hel- he helps. Well, he, I think she writes her own songs. He produces. Oh, her. they co-write. Or he, he's like <laughs> her, she's like he's like her go-to producer, Jack Antonoff. Yeah, if you're an old emo like me, the way we know him is from this weird band he was in in the late in the late '90s, early 2000s called Steel Train. And that is like wow. He became famous for other kids like because Neo of Steely Dan. Uh, it was like a it was like really bad like fake country almost. But Oof. either way, um, neither here nor there. Neither here nor there. There's not a lot for me that Taylor Swift does. Like Taylor Swift isn't going to speak to the human experience in a way that I care about. I'm just kind of not that interested in breakups. You know what I mean? Like that's not my <laughs> that's not a place I need but to again, explore. Again, it's much. just. But I think Taylor Swift. That's not would for be me, right? I don't Richard begrudge Dawson anyone. Like, she's obviously like a fucking magnetic snake charmer of a person. I'm sure like, she wonderful. has won over the world in a way that very few humans have ever won over Absolutely. the world. Sure so, if wonderful. Taylor Swift became the host of The Running Man, mm-hmm. right? And she and Taylor and like Travis Kelsey was just like the fucking like security guard who's running around putting people in well, the fours, yeah. <laughs> Isn't that the guy who played Lafleur? I gotta LaFleur's? go get more steroids. It's like, all right, settle down, Lafleur's. <laughs> Let's not get all defensive, right? I don't know why every steroid guy is like so defensive and mad that they're a thousand. Per- it's like we know, yeah, we know. It's fine, man. You know that we know. I don't know why I you're like it. upset about yeah, that. Just live your life, like, man. Me and you could take steroids all day. We're not gonna look like that if we don't put the work in. Like, don't be mad, Lafleur. Yeah, don't be. Don't it's be. Fine. Don't be angry, Lafleur's. Don't be fucking mad at us because you were a hundred percent on steroids. I thought that was a fucking because he said it to Jesse <laughs> the body venter. Yeah. Oh no, he didn't. He did no, say he it to him to tell. Okay, neither here nor. No, he says it to him when he's like, "Get Ventura oh, out of yeah, my yeah, office." Yeah. Okay, neither here nor there. And he's just like, "Did you just fucking passively aggressively insult me in the workplace?" He's actually very emotionally mature for a fucking steroid sadistic fucking bodyguard. Well, he just but like. This thing, so Taylor Swift takes over the running man. Right. She has a hundred percent approval rating. Cause now every guy like me, that's like, well, Taylor Swift doesn't exist in my world. You're like, wait, she's killing people on TV. You're like, all right, I'm, I guess I'm tuning in now. Jeez. I guess I'm going to check her out now. And then to watch her kill people on TV, then I got to fucking listen to some Taylor's like she can open every show with a performance. And you're like, geez, that wasn't that bad. That was, that was pretty, pretty good. cool. Wow. Yeah. Shake it off in this context becomes way more that's deep her? and interesting. She for did the me. shake it off song. I think I might be wrong. Wow. Because I remember that from the movie Sing, where the mom sings it with her, like, her 50 pigments. I know a love story from the from the bear. Moment. I know that's her song, Love Story, right? I think. I'm sure she's so huge at this point that like I just heard a bunch of her songs through osmosis. I'm sure. Neither here nor there. 
But she starts off every performance, every show is a performance. Mm-hmm. And then Travis Kelsey comes out with a fucking dude on a chain. Yep. Like Danny McBride at the end of This is the End. He's like, get in the tube. Get in the tube. Right. And right. he's like, Mahomes never threw me such perfect fucking passes. He's just putting <laughs> these dudes down the chute. Yep. And then Taylor Swift's like, guys, we need to heal together. I know what it's like to be hurt. Check out my first 15 albums about heartbreak. You know who else heart's broken? America. And we're like, yeah. And then they wheel out. And this out. is the thing, because this was the reason The Running Man was also so cool to me as a kid. And why it'd still be cool to us now. It's just American gladiators with cooler, cooler yeah. outcomes. No, that's exactly what it is. Absolutely. And we all loved, like, American, American Gladiators Gladiator. was a massive success. We loved that shit. Absolutely. Now, if someone's going to die a little bit, and this is the thing, if they were sitting there telling us that this guy, like, if they came out and they're like, hey, we got this fucking derelict from Wisconsin, Jeffy Dahmer, and he's like, no, no, I was just making stew. I was making stew. Making and we're stew, like, Jeffy Dahmer's going to do. Yeah, so Taylor Swift is reading us the fucking list of crimes of Jeffy Dahmer as Travis Kelsey drags him out on his hands and knees in a fucking, like, Zardoz outfit with a chain around his neck. Yeah, Yeah, so he's just sitting there in a Zardoz outfit going, no, no, I just like Jedi. As Travis Kelsey's (laughs) pulling him out on a chain. Taylor Swift is like, and then he refrigerated four heads, right? We had the American audience to be like, yeah, we're okay to see this guy die. Right. And then you go down in the tube and they just bring out all these old fucking like ex wrestlers like Scott Steiner and Goldberger down there. And it's like, and now, uh, yeah, Scott Steiner is a, uh, he's like a fucking evil chef. He's just like, God, we die or something. Right? Yeah, we would go ape shit over this. Yeah. Like, if you're thinking we wouldn't watch Goldberg and Scott Steiner. In some kind of, like, spirit Halloween-style fucking occupation murder costumes. No, we'd watch it. Chasing Jeffrey Dahmer in a Zardoz outfit with Travis Kelsey and Taylor Swift pumping us up. We as a people have never been more ready for anything. It would heal America. The only problem with that is that Jeffy Dahmer, a thousand percent done it. Yeah. The problem gets into when they start killing, like, because then we're like, do we need... Because on The Running Man, you can win trial by jury, lesser sentence, or full pardon. Yeah. So it's like, that's where it gets in the gray area. But they, but never, like, who decides who actually, the Running Men are? They never actually full they, pardon the guys. They ended up, they find out. Well, right. There's no full pardon. There's really no full out. pardon. They just the state can't do that. I I do think that the state is actually the best villain in any movie, even yeah. better than Nazis. The 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 national because the Nazis are just the state, but you can fucking see their outfits. Yeah, I mean, well, look in any movie, a Nazi is always going to be the best villain, no matter what. The second best, no, the villain, state is the best. The, the difference best, is you just can't see, punch the state in the face. But see, they're one and the same though, like because by the time we get to like the state, when we're talking about like totalitarianism, yeah. it's basically Nazis. Because that's what it is. It's right. State-run see, I propaganda. like the shadowy. Because, like, here there's no, like, fucking agents of the state that matter. Richard Dawson, like, lesser. Sure. But you're like, they're just these shadowy nobodies. Well. Right? I mean, they're just. But, again, it's the it's, same. It's life and self. Between Nazis and, you know, state-run propaganda television is pretty much the same thing. Right. Like, there's no. Nazis are just the state that you can punch in the face, yeah. which is cool. It's cathartic. Nazis but are it's just. not as scary. Nazis are just the state with, like, assigned wardrobe. That's all. Yeah. And then you watch, and it's like, now Nazis are just, like, in American History X, and you're like, well, it's like, still scary, in, but now it's kind I mean, of even in, um, gross and sad. 
even in the movie, the security, they all have those, they all have those SS helmets. Like that's the Yeah, state. they all have those like riot guards. Yeah. yeah. That's it. I'm just saying the shadowy figure of the state, air quotes, is the best movie villain ever. I mean, yeah. I mean it's it the all, best movie villain. It's all ever. to me it all ends up being again, it's all an analog. An, it's all an analog to Nazis. And Nazis <laughs> are glued to losers, right? Like the fucking Nazis are fucking losers. Yeah. You can't change history. They were wrong. They were not superior. They fucking sucked the world's butt. They just are pieces of shit. They're the like worst. They, they were fucking wrong, They're and they got trash. the biggest L's ever. Yeah. So now when you see a Nazi, it's almost like it's almost like the generals, when the, the Globetrotters roll them out, it's like, boo, we know you're going to get your fucking ass kicked in comical fashion. Right? Like, you know the Nazis ain't going to win. They already are the yeah. biggest fucking losers. It is really, this. yeah. Like any time, again, Neither here nor there. But it is like one of those things where... Because we just, I just watched, like, we got through like 40 minutes of that Dial of Destiny movie, and I was like, I am so bored. I have to turn this movie off. Um, oh, yeah. I didn't even have the guts to watch it. <laughs> but it was the same thing. I was like, I know how this is going to end. The Nazis will not, the Nazis will not make it out of this one. Just going to say it now. And that was it. Yeah. Disney's newest uh, IP smash and grab. It's like, it didn't really fucking get my dick hard. I'll <laughs> be honest. <laughs> the only thing was that they had Fleabag in it. And that is, like, one of my favorite shows yeah. of, like, my Ever. entire adult life. Yeah. Uh, I can't remember her name off the top of my head. Phoebe Waller-Bridge. Yes. Just, like, I am in love with that woman on, like, every fucking level She's of existence. Amazing. Like, that show is one of the greatest pieces of art I've ever seen in my life. Agreed. So, the fact that she was in it and, like, did some punch-ups, I was like, that kind of interests me. But seeing, like, 90-year-old Harrison Ford, like, tr trotting him out one more time, like, that makes me sad. It's like Ric Flair keeps having fucking retirement matches. Right. And it's like the tits are just a little saggier. The spray tan is just a little harsher. You know what I mean? Where I'm like, I don't want to watch an old man get his ass whipped. So what you're saying is you would, in fact, not be a fan of Dynamo taking anyone out. No, no, no. Dynamo is young and virile, as we see in his tidy whitey scene. Or we're like, oh, oh my God. And not only is he a stalker, but now we know why he became a yeah. stalker, because he's 100% just a rapist. Yeah, he's just a full-blown rapist. Yeah, so Dynamo is just, you know, living the high life of a fucking okay. Okay. white opera singer who got Me Too'd, and now he's like, speaking, now I'm just a murderous Me Too rapist. Speaking of that, actually, okay, so there's there's the scene when, um, before uh, Amber, <laughs> Amber, it's like, yes, let's... The the actress her, her the actress's name is Maria, but yes, let's call her Amber. White people. Right? One of the only non-white actors. One of the, in the only non-white actors in the entire fucking movie. They're like, her name's Amber. Like, <laughs> okay, but <You're> killing me. <laughs> when they march, Ben Richards like down towards like do the gameplay to like put him in his little speed suit or whatever, and they're sitting there talking. She's like, "You're so lucky. What if he, what if he'd killed you or raped you?" Or then raped and killed you. Jesus Christ, lady, what is your problem? Okay, so there's a lot of... Yeah, oh, I was going to say, because I was like, yeah, the blonde lady. There's a lot of rape fantasies in Yeah, this, what the hell is the matter with this woman? they're just not great. What if he, he raped you? He raped you. It's like, stop saying rape. Stop saying rape. Yeah, was this like, was a just... weird thing that kind of existed. There used to be this theory that like a lot of women had rape fantasies. This was like a thing you would hear a lot when we were younger. It was really, it was really popular, like hackneyed premise in like comedies. Yeah, it's like, uh, come on. Uh, yeah, okay. It's neither here nor there. I don't want to get. We got to talk about. I don't, don't want to do that. So we do have to talk about 
Yeah, because I was really, I was like, it's pretty much her and Fireball and then Yafet Kodo, who's fucking awesome. Love that dude. He's like great. one of the great like character actors of this era Absolutely. with like all the he's action movies. Wonderful. When he dies and he's like, "Don't let me die in vain." Get him. I was just like, "Yeah, fuck yeah, dude. What a word." The nerd, they're just like, "Yeah, melt the nerd. No one cares." <laughs> Come to me, darlings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but Yafet Kodo fucking rules. He does. The only thing is I was like, he did die honorably saving Arnold. Like I wish they would have let him made it and yeah. maybe let Maria get murdered. That might be mean to me. But Maria was not doing much. I, I was like, all you did in this movie was punch Arnold in the balls and get him ratted out when we knew he was 100% innocent. Yeah. You are a cudgel of the... You are the fist You are the fist, fucking you are the fist of the state. Yeah, you are punching the fucking testicles of freedom. So, like, it's hard to get over that with her. Neither here nor there. The stalkers are really, like, the selling point. If you're, like, a young guy watching this movie and you're like, something in this movie is going to kick ass for me, yeah. it is the stalkers. Because we've got Sub-Zero, Sub-Zero, who's fucking right. I can't remember that actor's name, but he's fucking great, too. Professor Toru Tanaka, right? Yeah. He plays Sub-Zero, who's a hockey-themed fucking, which is just, because there's a scene when, like, they're fighting, and Arnold just pushes him, and because he's on skates, he's just like, oh, he flies back <laughs> and hits the wall. He has explosive hockey pucks yeah. that detonate when they hit things, but when he hits it hard with the goalie stick, Apparently it doesn't, it's, it's just awesome. Yeah. I was like, I love that we're just so we've got. Let's see, we got Buzzsaw, Buzzsaw, and Dynamo, Dynamo, and then we had a uh, Fireball, Fireball. who's the legendary Jim Brown. Was that really Jim Brown? That's what it says on IMDb. I didn't think so either. I don't think that's Jim Brown. Is that really him? Jesus. Is it not? That's what it says I saw on, that IMDb. on IMDb. IMDb too, but I find that very hard to believe. I don't know. Why. It does not look like Jim Brown. It doesn't, but it very well could be. I guess. Maybe I'm just used to him looking much much older, but maybe I, I mean like maybe he just you know. Yeah, he's got the kind of like rogue hairdo going. Like it's not what like, I like. Lo- I did not put that together that that was Jim Brown at all. Yeah. So of your of the stalkers, who is your favorite stalker? Uh, <laughs> I think I love Dynamo. It's the stupidest. I was gonna thing. say there's only one answer. I love like Buzzsaw is great in the movie. Yeah. I don't think Sub Zero gets. His his zone is. I was like, what if they don't go to the ice zone? Yeah. Like, what if they just don't go to the hockey? Yeah. What if they're in like just you know the gravel? If I'm in a fucking vast wasteland, like an apocalyptic Los Angeles wasteland, and I see a hockey rink, I'm not going in there. Yeah. I'm just not going in there. But yeah. So Sub Zero, I I love the actor. Cool idea. Probably my least favorite of the stalkers. Uh, Buzzsaw is fucking awesome. Like the the scene of them fighting, he kills Yafet Kodo. Yeah, he's dragging Arnold. He gets flipped off, and then they're fighting. He gets killed by the balls. Yeah, he gets like they chainsaw to the balls, and then he goes. (laughs) 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 So good. He's got these beady little fucking like husky eyes. Like love that guy. Fireball does nothing for I, me. Okay, what Fireball I, has a jetpack and a flamethrower, and he essentially just gets killed because of loose valves. Okay, Fireball and Dynamo both have to say, they're like, oh no, my thing, uh, go to commercial, my thing busted. You're like, wow, this is some yeah. world-class stalking. Well done. Fireball, I think, is my least favorite in the movie, Fireball just because he doesn't get bitch. enough run. And Arnold just blows him up with a flare. 
And it feels like if you're a fireball, you should be immune to getting blown the Come fuck on. up. You don't have fireproof shit on you. <laughs> no one's ever you. tried to fucking pull your pipes out. It's kind of like Bane and Batman. Like, every Batman story, he just, like, batarangs Bane's venom tube. Yeah. And then Bane's like, no. I'm like, never thought to, like, fucking encase your tubes. Like, never. Like, how many batarangs are going to cut your fucking tubes before? <laughs> it's just something. Every time I see Bane, it, like, depresses me. I'm like, God, that sucks. Neither here nor there. <laughs> Clearly... The greatest stalker is Dynamo. Yeah. The fucking morbidly obese opera singer who is wrapped up in like fucking, you know, YouTuber LED lights. I just love that because when he's trying to kill Maria, he essentially, because I don't even think he has to sing to activate his powers. No. That's just like flair just he like adds part of to his the fun. That's part of the fun. <laughs> but when he's killing Maria and Arnold goes, hey, I can't remember what he says. It's like, hey, fatso or something like that. But then the second one he says is, Hey, Christmas tree. <laughs> I mean, Art, oh, he says, "Hey, lighthead. Hey, Christmas tree." Lighthead. That's so. There's also the one where he kills Sub Zero. I forgot about this line, which made me laugh. He's like, "Here's Sub Zero. Now he's just plain zero. Plain zero. <laughs> You're like Arnold. That's higher than Sub Zero. That's that's higher." <laughs> Sub-Zero is less than, but sure, whatever. <laughs> what a fucking rube. He's just the best. But Dynamo is this fat opera. So Arnold's like, hey, Christmas tree. And he's like, oh, shit. The thing that kills me is we didn't see him getting into his little Mario Kart. So he shuffles into his little Mario Kart. And he's chasing Arnold. And this guy had a Benny Hill style fucking runabout. <laughs> and then Dynamo is like. This guy clearly has had a lot of mobility issues in his life. Yes. He saw that hill and he's like, yeah, this four-wheeler will make it. And rolls it. And he's just like, go to break. Help, help, help. <laughs> oh, no. My lights. Go to commercial. No, no. What am I going to do? Like, wow. I just feel like the what more. What a stalker. I'll say this. My doctor, on my chart, I'm listed as morbidly obese. I would say I'm not in the same category not even as close. Dynamo. But when I went in to get my fucking sleep apnea test, my doctor did like kind of look at me and he's like, you're disgusting, morbidly obese guy. I was like, thanks, doc. I didn't need that. That shouldn't be on my permanent record. Thanks for that. Um, but I'll say this. Like, you're a big guy. We're big guys. I'm a big fella. We know which chairs not to sit in. Mm-hmm. We know which things, like, yeah, I'm not going to try to climb that. Not that climbing happens often when you're our size. But, like, we know the world that we surround, and we can see what things are not made for people of a certain weight. Yeah. We know. There's no fucking chance that Dynamo slithers in this cart, and he's not like, I know not to go at a 45-degree angle on this hill because the weight distribution's off, and I'm definitely going to roll it. (laughs) It's pretty fucking funny. I mean, it is just like one of those things where you're like, that is clearly obvious and you shouldn't have done it. Dynamo fucking rules. I did not have on my fucking Running Man bingo card that he was going to come back as a hardcore rapist. Yeah. And he's like, you laugh at me? I'll show you dickless. And I was like, did she even say that? Or is that a. I don't think she said that. Is that a fat guys can't see their dick thing? Like, what is happening right now? But when they show Dynamo in his full Christmas tree suit, but just (laughs) with tiny whiteies. So the world has collapsed. We have all this futuristic technology, but tidy whitey technology has not. uh, Like tidy whiteys now, I feel like don't exist anymore. (laughs) Tidy whiteys. No one would get caught dead in tidy whiteys now. 
Tidy whities just stayed. It's in boxers or briefs, but like Dynamo's like I'm hanging tra- traditional roles, <laughs> and he's gonna rape until water happens. Yeah, that's it's an LA based. This is an LA based hero tragedy, right? Is that he's all <laughs> glitz and glamour until hero. rain comes, and then Not the sure infrastructure. The well, hero to the state, not to the common man, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, once you are like a, a fucking opera fat rapist, now you're adding a lot of things. I will say this. Because he could have been he could have been a hero for body positivity. Right? I'll say this. We always like to see about, fellow fat white guys. The funniest do good. thing about Dynamo's like shtick about being like an opera singer is I'm like, wait, so in the future we are all like we're all like well, we're in the future now. But in the future of the movie, that's like, oh cool, in the future everyone's like a bloodlusty scumbag. But they do have great taste in opera. So there you go. You're like, weird. Yeah, but they care about opera? Weird. <laughs> I just this thought feels it like was a future that we should have just my had, like, favorite Lid of Biscuit. the post-apocalypse stalkers by far. Yeah, definitely. Even though I was glad he died, too. Also, he's, like, the um, worst stalker because you can though, see him from, like, a mile away. <laughs> you can hear his Gandolfini breathing. really a stalker. When they're, when they're fucking <laughs> hacking in that tube, this is like, God damn, are we, is someone watching Sopranos too loud? What's happening? <laughs> It's me, Dynamo. It's like, all right. Dynamo. (sighs) That's me. Not all of us breathe like that. No, but not all of us breathe like that. No, but he he deserves it because he was, he deserves it because we caught him in his tidy whities. He didn't have his penis out. He couldn't even figure it out. You're like, dude. Yeah, yeah, what the fuck, dude? I'm like, are you just going to. like, if you want to show you're not dickless, you don't have to be a rapist. Yeah, what are you doing? Take your. Yeah, just be a Louis C.K. Just I'll be a show you. You're like, all right, cool. What, are you just going to rub fronts? You're weird. Like, <laughs> you will get electrocuted doing that for sure. So sad. Yeah. That, the, the tale of Dynamo. So <laughs> true. Now, that's an IP we need. I want to do a short fan film where it's just Dynamo preparing for bed. <laughs> <laughs> you know? It's like, he has like a fucking like McGruber scar, like cunt, where his dick got blown. Up. <laughs> he's just like, <laughs> and he's just how he's just housing cold cuts. <laughs> Damn! <laughs> I wanted to do that. I just I really want to get make... a security camera in my house and let you. <laughs> I really want to make this. Yeah, crying guy who just slams cold cuts. That Dynamo. could just be my house. Dynamo, it's time. All right, yeah. let me just grab this gabagool. Paranormal activity, the ghost of bad choices. That's my house. It's just me walking around crying. <laughs> Neither here nor there. That scene is cool, though, because that's where Ben Richards is like, I won't kill a helpless man, even a scumbag like you. And the crowd starts to turn. I think the movie has a slight miscalculation here because they're mad at Richards for not killing Dynamo. Yeah. And the movie does this kind of thing where I think they're trying to show us that that is the first crack where subconsciously we as an audience know that the butcher of Bakersfield would not spare a guy. But also we well, do this turn... false equation where really it's like they just like him as a murderer, so they want to start betting on well, yeah, him. Yeah, that old lady was like, Ben Richards, yeah. he's a mean motherfucker. I'm like, well. Yeah, I can bet on whoever I want. He's... And then they start betting on him. So it's like, oh, they're not really here for like societal change in truth they just want to fucking have better odds on their gambling apps yeah, that's all it's just, like that also kind of tracks they're just, they just want um, better DraftKings numbers that's all yeah you knew that he was going to get offered a stalker deal fine 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 i will i don't know that it's not ultimately satisfying the way they kind of bring down the state 
Oh, there's yeah. cool well, scenes. Like I like Jesse Ventura's fake fight. Yeah, that's fine. Again, like, they, this they is the same. Bring in Arnold's is, face before the show. Is what I this is what I was talking. Like before the show, I told you I was like, it really ends on this sort of just like wet fart. You're like, all right, I guess that's the end of it. Because there is no like real drag down of the state. It's just like, all right, well, I guess you know Arnold gets the girl and they're going to Hawaii. Yeah, I don't know. There's no bringing down of the state but there is a lot of wetness dude there is a those lot. stalker suits are about to get fucking cream because <laughs> they start and then essentially that dirt yeah that dirk diggler song comes on you got the touch <laughs> everyone's fucking hard as shit from watching richard dawson just get fucking 5g get down annihilated. the tube and he for some reason the tube has shifted where it shoots people and now he's blowing up his own advertisement did they hey and then arnold goes that hit the spots and then she's okay. like, hit my spot. And he's like, I will hit your spot. I will hit your spot. Dog. Okay, yeah, the amount of the one-liners they give him, like, after he 86s these guys, the one-liners they give him are all absolutely priceless. Like, I do love that they also say it's like the one sin that Richard Dawson committed was being passive-aggressive to his overly emotional steroid-fueled <laughs> security guard who's just like, yeah, kill my boss on live TV. That's fine. That's fine. I don't have a contract for the state. I'm sure the state won't come back and take revenge. This is one of those, like, five minutes after the movie's over, you're like, it's way more interesting. Yeah. Because you're like, sure, Arnold and Maria might be fucking clapping it, but for sure they're just nuking L.A. from space oh, the moment this it's is the, over. It's the end of, yeah. It's like, oh, well, if that failed. They're, they haven't won a battle. Nothing's free. Like, they're just blowing L.A. <laughs> and they'll switch to the hate vote or, or, you know, climbing for dollars, one of the other fucking fake shows we saw. Uh, yeah, Arnold didn't win a great victory against the state. No, Arnold. Arnold's They're not going to take this and run. Arnold's. And just when they beat... played the tape, they came in with guns, so the whole yeah. audience was running away. The whole audience knows what's going on. They ran away, but you know, Arnold's just going to beat Cheeks, and then he's going to have to lead the revolution. That's all. Yeah, yeah. and then the, they're going to say, "Hey, that guy doctored his footage," and they'll be like, "Well, we don't know how to discern doctored footage, right?" Although right. they do know that Captain Freedom didn't kill him now, right? It is a weird world of, like, high technology where no one seems to know what technology can do. Yeah. That's, like, a classic, like, 80s sci-fi movie problem. Neither it, here nor there. It's a good... But see, like, to me, that is the I kind of wanted that Richard Dawson showdown to be a little more menacing. I mean, you know, it would take five seconds. It's the guy who's the host of well, Family I'm saying, Feud. like, they should have done, like, Marvel movies, right? Where it's, like, the loser all of a sudden is like, Aha, now I have your same powers. Like, he should have had his own, like, running man Krang suit where Richard Dawson's like, I knew it would come to this someday. And he's like, he comes out in, like, the loader from Aliens and just whips Arnold's ass for a while. That would have been cool. (laughs) That would have been cool. Uh, I'll give you that. I would have watched that. Again, it would have been better than just, like, okay, well, just blow him up and then I'm going to go bang this lady. (laughs) All right. Thanks for the power ballad at the end. I was thinking, I was like, dude, what would be like a cool ass like stalker outfit? And I was like, I think what I do is I dress like a fucking, I dress like the teacher from Van Halen's Hot for Teacher. Yeah. So I'd kind of look like Britney Spears from Oops, I Did It Again, but still with the beard. Okay. And I would just have like fucking apples that were bombs. But I'd eat an apple and throw a bomb at him. Yeah. Or maybe, yeah, I'm just Jim Belushi in the substitute. I don't know what I'm going for here. Or, but then you have like yardsticks, like you used to get spacked, uh, spanked by fucking rulers and shit. Right. But they'd be like razor blade. You know, how rulers used to have that metal edge so you yeah, could yeah, draw yeah. a straight line. Where what you if could those actually razors, hurt someone dude? with them? Yeah. Yeah. But I'd look like a hot for teacher teacher. Right. 
But with my Jim Belushi body. Okay. And yeah, they could just call me Teach. Okay. I was going to say what's the And that's what the crowd would like, Teach, 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 Teach. Okay. And I'd come out, my fucking balls maybe dangling lower than my Catholic scroll go skirt. There's a lot of confusion Sounds and like a dangling participle you don't want to have when you're going into the stalkers. Wow. Now. Wow, that is highfalutin. <laughs> no, but what I'm saying is I think it's like Batman said, right? Theatricality yeah. helps you win fights. So I'm sure. coming out. If they're going to give me a fucking funny facade, I'm going to do it. And then that's the other thing. I'd have like the black bolt thing where like a teacher's like, quiet. It, Right. So there you go. That's like my super. That would that'd be your super. Like you'd be just that's obliterate the Sonic. Yeah. Oh yeah, that's good. Yeah. I like that Sonic crying. That's good. And then from the ceiling, I'd have like giant fucking pallets of paper dropped, like it's homework that would crush them. Nice. That would be my running man. Teach. That's good. I like that. So I think it should be kind of career based. Sure. Yeah. I think it's like porno. I think you write running men stalkers like you write porno. Yeah. I mean, there's no way you don't because I gotta say. There's not a lot of inventiveness in any of these guys' ideas. Like, uh, fireball. He likes fire. Cool. Buzz. What if you were like a clown? But like a sad, like a clown. Like a terrifier guy? No, like an actual, like, sad French street street clown. (laughs) So it'd almost be like a miming arena. Right. You would just like, oh, cool. Marce- Marcel Marceau's here. All right. Um, yeah. And essentially, you're like a waterbender in Avatar as your, your fucking tears come out and you can shape them. That'd be pretty cool. Clune, 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 clune. It's just too stupid to even acknowledge. <laughs> I'm into clooning. <laughs> It'd be the only stalker that comes out and everyone's like, uh, can we just kill him now? Like, just have him, just have him die. Nobody no, likes they would clowns. love us, dude. Teach and clune. Why do I have to be a clown? I don't want to be a clown. Well, I was just writing. I was writing a character for you guys. We can go back to the whiteboard, Jesus. Oh, okay, cool. I was just going to say I probably would just be one of the, one of the running men's. That's all. I would not be a stalker. I would not be an effective stalker. I'm not good you at You would it. be the president's theatrical agent? <laughs> oh, my God. It's so funny. There dude. are so many like little asides in this movie that are just like, ugh. So, so good. Close to real life. This movie fucking rules. Like, this movie just is, like... It is awesome. We kind of talked about this because we were texting in the Discord about the new Aquaman movie. Yeah. Where we were kind of, like... We were all kind of, like, we agree Aquaman sucks. Yeah. Like, no one's here to tell you that Aquaman's good. But we all also kind of settled on... It's kind of the exact dumb, fun movie that I just always enjoy. Like, it reminded me of a comic book movie before they became these, like, have-to-intensify... And per, prop, uh, propagate more IP movies. Right. Where it's like, yeah, let's just go on a dumbass adventure with Aquaman. You're like, it would have been a perfect, like, little comic one-off, right? Like a four-episode or four-issue arc. Like, it was just big, dumb fun. And this, The Running Man, to me, exemplifies that kind of awesome, big, dumb, fun 80s action movie. Yeah. This one has that extra layer of kind of interesting and maybe way more insightful kind of story and world than this movie deserves. Yeah. I think the, this movie is not trying to use it at all. Right. It's just a setting. And then they fill it up with action figures and bash them together. Yeah. But it is kind of this of this genre of movie. It is in my top like handful of favorites. Oh yeah. I mean, for me, it's, it's just like, it's perfect 80s social commentary. Like, Mm -hmm. 
and like not over like beating you over the head with it either like because obviously like the ending is just so like all right well there's an uplink i guess i don't know who cares like it's like the least like the social commentary ending is like the least consequential ending you could come up with it's literally just yeah because the state 100 percent 10 minutes from now is just fine just and gonna destroying win. everybody absolutely Again, no it doesn't matter like it, it but yeah it's just really dumb fun with like a little bit of a little bit of social commentary but mostly you're just like doing you know video game levels and that's fucking rad man i love that shit yeah I, it's again not it's a steven that. seagull kind of thing but he never has that extra layer where this is just like you can have weirder costumes you can have them running in an apocalypse. You can have a head explode because it's got a bomb in a prison. It just has those little extras that make These it little way things fun. that make the science fiction of it more entertaining, a little more thrilling, a little better. That's all. Yeah, to me, it's just like it's the fucking like kind of low, smaller, basic beginnings. You see like a seedling of movies like Total Recall. Yeah. And it feels like a genre we've just lost, which is the really funny sci fi movie. Mm-hmm. Not even funny, but like fun action sci-fi adventure. Uh, yeah. Even if it has like Total Recall has a ton of commentary, right? Oh yeah. Like, like even if it's think... all his fucking dreamcation, there's a lot of like classism and I, I that kind of making, shit. It's all fine. I think making entertaining sci-fi with social commentary has kind of had to go away because we're too we're taking ourselves a little too seriously now. So well, now if it's gonna cost any money, it has to be the start of like a fucking ip franchise yeah. whatever it can't just be like a shit ton of fun yeah. like the creator you know, came out this year which was kind of a oh there's just like a sci-fi movie that snuck through but it's not like the running man in total recall right 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 it's a genre i wish desperately would come back yeah i agree because i love the set dressings of genre right i love horror fantasy science fiction and then you just put them in these kind of like meaty everyman tales right because it's like, you know, sometimes I want to watch fantasy, but I don't want to learn about, oh, what's this fucking tribe of elves called? What's that guy's fucking name? La Luthan? Like, I, I can't remember everyone's name. Like, I just want to watch, Well, what's nice watch, about like, The Running Man is The Running Man has ben very... Richards. <laughs> yeah. The Running Man has very succinct world building. And again, it yep. does the Griffey Catnip at the top, which is your, it's your... An all red title card? All red title card with your crawl saying, you, telling you how the world is now. You're like, great. I have all the Love information it. I need. The, the crawl end. should come back too. That's something every movie should do. I think the and last time I saw it was Blade Runner 2049, and I was like, we're already way too long. This movie's already too long. <laughs> <laughs> you did not need the extra 30 seconds, sir. Have a little restraint. You are taking this for a ride. <laughs> you, you, Denny... Not cool. I fucking love Running Man so much. Same. You guys better go fucking support the Patreon or Teach is coming for you. Teach and Clune are coming for you. Yeah. Alex has invisible weapons that he like mimes with. That no one gets hurt by? Yeah. <laughs> no, it hurts their feelings though. Oh, okay. And it, it increases fear. Oh, so I So when see. I drop stacks of homework on them, they fucking feel it. And all my paper also gives you paper cuts a thousand times. So you better support the show or else teaching Clune are yeah. coming for you. Those are real. We need we need an artist. Those are real, long, one of our, con, those our are real long con stalkers. <laughs> Get a paper one of our cut. patrons who's an artist needs to draw us as teach and Clune. <laughs> and that would be amazing. That's what we need. <laughs> our a, first fucking art of the year. What a start to teach the year. Teaching Clune. The, the, the never running men. <laughs> 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 there it is. 
<laughs> All right. That's the beginning of the year right there. Great episode. Love it. Yeah. Patreon.com slash film alchemist pod. The YouTube film alchemist. Uh, you can also do misfit parade YouTube. Ooh, That's always fun. There's some cool We're in shit concert over together. There. We're in concert together over there, guys. Mm. Um, you can email the show, filmalchemistpod at gmail.com. Get yes, on the can. socials. Mm-hmm. Five-star ratings and review. Misfitparade.net to see some of our work. That's it, guys. The Not Running Men have had not enough. We need to go gone. catch our breath and fucking eat cold cuts and fry. That's be the guy goal. There you go. How dare you insult our people that way? It's my people. It's our people. It is exactly our people. 